0: we're in boys i don't i dude i don't start this any uh, like you don't have like an intro way. although i will say i am in a new place now so
1: this is the first one here
0: this is the first one here so yeah yeah first one in the new studio i think it sounds pr- pretty much the same in here <laughs> so no one would even know yeah if i moved yeah probably, probably no one cares it's okay. now but you know it's a special day yeah, we haven't chilled in a while. I mean, like, obviously, I haven't hung out with
1: people in a while. Yeah, well, time. nobody has, so...
0: Nobody has. Yeah. I mean, I don't really want to talk about COVID and no. shit like that because it's just <laughs> boring.
1: Yeah, we've had enough of that.
0: I was listening to, like, Mr. Bill's podcast. Have you ever listening
1: to that? I think I've listened to a little bit. I, I've i watched, like, his YouTube shit, but I'm not sure that I've... I don't know. I might have listened to an episode.
0: He's cool, but I don't know. He was listening... Or he was talking to adam neely you know who that is? He's no. like another random youtube dude and they were just talking about covid for a long time i was like dude i will not do this for my <laughs> podcast so for right here we're gonna not yeah. talk about covid
1: anymore All right. no no more mentioning it yeah i'm okay with that
0: um little background between me and frankie uh we went to high school together and we've been friends ever since
1: yeah yeah fairy
0: tale and like we always I probably started making music after you, I think.
1: When when did you start producing?
0: Um I was
1: like my freshman year of college. Is like that's like the first time you dabbled?
0: Yeah. I like that's when I got Ableton and Okay. that's when I like st- I went in like completely not knowing anything about like making or even knowing chords or anything like that. Yeah. And um. Yeah, it's just. Did big you have like some guitar lessons when you were a kid? Li- or no, nothing. Literally nothing. I just liked music a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and just like brute forced it. I was like, <laughs> gonna figure this shit out. Yeah. But I remember like you would, you would produce in high school. Yeah. A little
1: bit, right? Yeah. Not a. Uh... Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there was this track like spacecraft, and it was like, so like I got into it basically. As a little kid, honestly, um, in GarageBand, I, like, found out how to get into the loops. Mm -hmm. And I was just, like... I love just dragging different loops on top of each other, try to make things fit together. And that was, like, my first version of producing. And then, um, yeah, I think it was around senior year of high school, I uh, started to uh, actually realize that I could, like, make my own tracks and like play midi in and like record audio and um so i started experimenting with that still using like apple loops and shit and i made like this kind of cool like dubstep song called spacecraft in high school and it was like it was a kind of a silly song but uh, looking back on it it was actually really cool It was like one of Probably the best like super saw I've ever made, and I don't think I'll ever be able to recreate it, but uh-huh. <laughs> yeah it was cool and uh yeah, I like somehow it got put on like stumble upon. do you remember that website? Yeah, 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 so like somehow like, I mean I don't know how that works, but like my stepdad was like on there one night and he like called me into the other room he's like, hey, like isn't this you? And like he had what? stumbled upon it And like yeah within like a couple of days It had like gotten like some decent traction And so I was like that was kind of like a nice Little like boost For me to be like oh like people People like listen to this that's kind of cool
0: Yeah like a nice little like Maybe I could do this type of deal Yeah
1: I don't know yeah It did kind of spark something in me and then Yeah eventually I upgraded to Logic And then mm-hmm. um, A little bit later to Ableton
0: It's Back when Dubstep was like Yeah, that's like that's when
1: that's when we entered or when I entered. Yeah Also, like was it
0: on like a music blog or something? Because remember like this song is sick and like, yeah What were the other ones like this
1: song slaps? Yeah, no, it's the one that really stuck out is this song is sick, but yeah (laughs) That's a that's a a boulder music blog and that's where I moved to post uh, high school I moved over there and I started working Oh um, yeah, Dude, as like, you have a, like
0: a whole past life that I forgot <laughs> about.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I like yeah. So I went over to Boulder after high school, and I like kind of finagled my way into teaching um, music production and um, running this like little like program at this little studio in Boulder, um, where we would like take kids in and do like kind of one-on-one mentorship and mm-hmm. kind of help them. Guide, help guide them through like achieving their goals usually it was like making their first ep or even just a single mm-hmm. and uh yeah so that was like a big big uh learning point experience for me and a lot of fun probably best job i've ever had honestly it's a crazy <laughs> job because i feel like um teaching music is it's just
0: there's so many like different avenues within it and like to say that like you're like a professional musician it's like well in what sector and yeah also like there's always shit to learn too so i feel like for me if i was teaching someone like now i feel like i could do it and teach them a lot of stuff like someone who's like brand new yeah or even just like beginner um but yeah i would also feel kind of just like
1: fuck like do i have the credentials here i mean there is no doubt that I felt that way. I I'm not like a trained musician. I don't know how to read music. You know, I don't know much theory. And um, but the mm-hmm. thing was, is we hired like. A theory teacher we hired oh, like okay. someone who was a professional Goes He like went to Berkeley. Hand. Oh, yeah And okay. shit, which was weird because I like interviewed him as like a 19 year old no credential guy who was basically gonna be his like manager uh-huh. I was like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean it's the you know you not like fake it till you make it but kind of i i definitely was like confident teaching the beginner stuff and i really liked doing it because like i liked opening people's minds to like you know this is like an opportunity for you to like create you can learn how to create like any of like these musical ideas you have in your head it's just like a matter of translating what you're thinking into like Mm -hmm. this software so
0: yeah i feel like if you just show them like a lot of different possibilities and that would be a good tool but also we were talking before that talking about avenues of music like you're more on the sample side yeah and i'm kind of more like generative and the synthesis sound designing yeah yeah and like i love sampling i think it's dope but like i would say that you're more from yeah i'm like a shameless
1: sampler yeah Mm -hmm. i like um i have like mixed feelings there and uh I like envy a lot of people that like have put in the the time and the work to like Really master sound design and like different synthesis engines and stuff and I um I know my way around like the basic ones for sure and Mm -hmm. I can make some sounds, but I'm nowhere
0: near like (laughs) that super saw
1: Yeah, I mean that super saw I made in like GarageBand's fucking like default you know Instrument like it was it was it was like six sliders like it didn't even have like a graphic interface. (laughs) Uh Yeah. But um yeah no I I I just uh my view on on it nowadays is like I'm much more driven by like the result and um less concerned with like I guess the integrity of the process that I get there too Mm -hmm. because like I just know there's going to always be someone who's going to make like a better like riser than I'm going to be able to make and like I right. could just find one in like 30 seconds r- rather than like you know taking 20 minutes to like make one that's probably not even going to be as good right um and that's just like a little example like I'm not not saying that I don't make my own risers and stuff cuz I do but mm-hmm. that's just like an example that like there's a lot of times where I uh, would just rather like use like another person's drums, and I think that's pretty standard for like people that are, especially beat makers, people that are making more hip hop type stuff. Yeah, like splice, oh, splice yeah. drums, and I'm all about whatnot. that. Yeah, it's like, why would you not at this point? Like, not that this is like super competitive to me, because it's really not. Right now, I completely just do this for fun. I don't really even release anything, but um, I just think that if you do have access to like this ecosystem of samples from like all of these incredible sound designers and producers like Mm -hmm. why not just
0: yeah especially drums dude drums
1: yeah 100 percent for drums i mean i'm not trying to sit there and make like the next lex luger snare you know
0: (laughs) right yeah No, totally and like that's a whole process in itself I remember when I first started producing it was always like gotta make unique sounding instruments that are like your own and it's all about like layering and cutting out transients and then having certain transients pop out and it's just like that's all cool but I'm just at a point where I'm not concerned about the very small pieces that like at least in drums it's like I want to just get in there start making a pattern and then
1: like just make a full song, you know what I mean? Definitely, yeah. I think learn, and I think you'll always be an advantage when you do know how to like work with transients and how to like mix drums to make them punch. Because like you'll get them off of splice for the most part, and they'll be pretty well mixed, and yeah. they'll be pretty like punchy if that's the kind of drums you're looking at. Yeah. But you know, you can always do beef them up more and you can always turn them into what you want when you have those skills and that knowledge so like true and that goes for all sound design you know even as a sampler like when you're sampling something having the knowledge of how to like manipulate that sample and use your sampler to create something more unique you'll always be kind of at an advantage because you'll be able to make something that's different and original and you just have more control over
0: yeah yeah totally i remember like hearing that you can pretty much turn
1: any sound into another sound yeah and i just
0: when i was told that like i was just like wait what the fuck yeah just like i mean yeah
1: just pull the sample down to like a tiny little fraction of like a wave and yeah and just turn it into like basically an oscillator and then go from there yeah which i forget what that's called but anyway not important sure someone's like (laughs)
0: screaming it right now like it's called this
1: i don't care whatever
0: yeah but I don't know. I feel like it's a different thing to take someone's signature sound. I mean, you could do even something creative with that, too. You could put it in a completely different context. Like, Yeah. It's just... I personally don't like using, like, chord packs
1: or so Oh, like, like MIDI? I mean... In MIDI or, like, uh, samples? I guess I've just never
0: really done... Well, no, not MIDI. Okay. Like, samples.
1: Yeah, samples. You mean, like, chord... Yeah, yeah. Chord I progressions mean, and stuff.
0: I feel like, then again, just, like, now being... little bit deeper in like you could totally take that and just make something completely different with it i guess for me and we were talking about this before it's like you don't want to just like straight up rip a sample and be like and this is a song
1: now like i did put the drums in like because it's like there's no fun in that yeah so yeah that's that's (laughs) that's one of the things that i'm going to share today and it's not like as blatant as that like i would just like through some drums on top but like it kind of is but i don't see it as like my piece i see it as like a flip of Uh this thing that i heard and i was like holy shit this could be like a bouncy kind of like lo-fi house track yeah and i was like well if i don't make it it's not going to exist so like i could like be like "Eh, you know i don't want to do it because like it's not original and like my artistic integrity Yeah. yeah but then at the end of the day it's like well then no one else is going to do it. And then the world is like deprived of this idea that I had. Yeah. And, um, who knows? Like I'm, I'm once I, you know, mix and master it and get it all finished up, I might send it to the, to the original artist and she might like it. So that's true. You never know, you know, you never know. That's very true. Should we listen to that guy? Yeah, we can listen to it since we're talking about it. Sure. All right, cool. So I'll give like a little backstory. I was on Instagram, you know, just like, Floating through there, and I came across an ad, and um, I stopped on it because I was like, kind of like entranced by the music in it, and I was like, "Whoa!" It's really rare that I come across an ad yeah, and you're with like, music that like stops me in my tracks, but this one did. Oh my! And I um, went through the comments, and looking and looking and looking, and finally I found one where someone ID'd it. And it was a super, it's this super obscure track off of a new album from an artist called uh, Salami Rose Joe Lewis, who is a (laughs) female sort of like jazz, a new jazz, I don't even know how to describe her, but she is unreal she's on brain feeder i believe and um so she's that kind of vibe where she's just like Mm -hmm. some otherworldly like fucking jazz prodigy Mm -hmm. and she's making this really really sick kind of electronic hybrid hip-hop jazz stuff i don't even know but uh yeah this track i heard it and i was like whoa this is amazing i really like this and i totally hear this turning into like some kind of lo-fi like house with like a bunch of sidechain. Basically, is what I heard is like bouncing it with just like a ton of sidechain. So like I gave it a shot and I really liked the way that it turned out. So yeah. Hell yeah. the original track the original track is um i think it's even like under a minute long but um all the parts you heard there are looped in some way like the song the original song just plays through entirely and none of that stuff ever loops um but there were some segments in there that i was like oh my god this is like sample magic like there's this is just like a perfect little clip that just needs to be flipped into something and so i grabbed it and i kind of chopped up the little segments that i wanted to work with and then um yeah obviously laid down like a four on the floor um did a very heavy side chain as you could hear yeah that's um, shamelessly love
0: that. love that though
1: and um drum work is super 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 minimal and basic and probably the most basic like drum work i've done ever (laughs) really yeah but sometimes i think that especially with like lo-fi stuff it's like basic is is good you don't want to overdo it and i didn't want to over shadow um the music in this song because i think she's just an unbelievable musician and the harmonies and everything in this are just beautiful so Um, but what I did with the sample was I, uh, basically split it into two... I think it was three different tracks and I just isolated the frequencies so I just had one track that was the sub frequencies I had one track that was like the, the meat of it you know the mids and the mm-hmm. and like some of the higher lows and then I had um, the high end and I had them split into different tracks and I might have split like some like the high end or something in like stereo pandem but like in general that's what I did. And then i was able to mix and you know like everything i was able to mix and sidechain uh, the different frequencies individually which was i was able to make the levels in the track um, the way that i wanted them so that it hit more like a dance track mm-hmm. like it so pump, i pump yeah in. so i really like bumped the low end up because the line like isn't that noticeable in the original it's just kind of like an undertone uh-huh um but I really liked how it was when it got bumped up cuz it's really cool and unique baseline. Um but yeah, that's kind of like how that all came to be. And uh no, I'm just glad that like I did it cuz it exists now and I think it's cool and I like listening to it.
0: No, yeah, I was like this is a dope track. I'm really glad you made it. Do you uh do you like a lot of house music like
1: is that? Uh I don't happening. listen to like general house music I would say like over my life I've listened to a ton of house music no doubt mm-hmm. um, but I think like I like nowadays i like like four on the floor like house inspired hybrid stuff I would yeah say, i guess you know? i gotta be careful about what i say because like within
0: the four on the floor like genres there's so many yeah. and just to say that it's house is
1: not really fair. i mean but it makes sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know what you're talking about obviously Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah i don't listen to like traditional like festival house or anything you know but Mm -hmm. uh, when people are doing like cool things with it i definitely love that
0: you know it's good at a festival honestly i love that shit. oh no Um, yeah if
1: if i'm out and like trying to dance hell yeah (laughs)
0: yeah 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 but like it's i feel like since i've known you through production you've moved to like a slightly more like lo fied and like chilled out version of whatever your identity your musical identity is and like right now i feel like that's kind of
1: yeah definitely is like an area that i'm exploring a lot right now but i have a very diverse uh, range of music that i make and um i think that like (laughs) my old boss at that company (laughs) um where i uh was teaching music production you'd always tell me that like at the core i make like pop music for 12 year old girls <laughs> and I think I am really good at that at just making that like you know that feel good sort of like happy poppy electronic music and I like I love that stuff I think that it's like kind of just like in me um, but I also like recently I guess have like I still make a lot of that stuff and I'll, I'll sh- and I'm gonna show some of it but yeah I've definitely like mm. branched out from there Because I listen to and I'm inspired by a lot of other stuff. I listen to a lot of lo-fi. I listen to a lot of hip-hop. I listen Mm -hmm. to um, a lot of, like, ambient piano stuff. I listen Mm -hmm. to... Some Nils Fromm. Absolutely. I'm very inspired by Mr. Nils Fromm. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, so I have a very diverse... I listen to a lot of, like, folk music and indie music and, you know, just, like, rock. And Yeah, I can see a folk, folkier, like thing yeah. in in there yeah i've had i've had some ideas about doing a little folk electronic hybrid project That'd be cool. kind of yet to come to fruition but we'll see i mean i kind of want to talk about
0: because like if we're talking about the timeline of your music like you had an old project and like i i think you're kind of sitting in like a you know like a growing phase of a, a very long one yeah well yeah but like so your old well, I don't even know about old it's just your another one it's of your aliases is, yeah. is
1: melodize and yeah that's a, I feel like there's a lot of remixes on there It's almost all remixes actually yeah so it's uh back from basically like the era like of high school like that senior year till 2015 or something mm-hmm. that was really like the project that I was doing and like I didn't release all that much music probably 10 tracks in total which is not you know a ton for that length of time but Mm -hmm. um yeah it definitely had like a sound and I still have that sound in a lot of the stuff that I do Um, but I also have like some different sounds now and I've kind of like you know changed um, yeah what I'm going for and so I've like been holding off I guess on um like really branding myself or my music just because like right now I'm having a lot of fun with it not really having any expectations um, I like sharing my music with my friends and I have like a page that I do that um, it's not a private page but it's just like not something that I promote or anything it's just somewhere that like people I can refer them to and be like yeah you can check out my stuff here yeah what's um, that called? that's cool stuff for boys which is uh, linked on my Melodize page but mm. yeah
0: yeah. no I'm just curious because I, I just see like a big movement towards people like just doing self-titled stuff or like just using their name instead of having this alias where you're like this underground person. It's just kind of like, yo, this is me. This is the music that I make. Yeah. And maybe that's just symbolic of where we are with like all this like bedroom production. And absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean like I've definitely considered the self-titled option because because of how diverse the music I make is and because of the fact that, like, I actually I don't want to be a touring artist at all. Like, right. yeah, not to be ungrateful for, like, if I mm-hmm. was to have that enough success to where I, that was a possibility. Like, uh-huh. but I, I don't choose I wouldn't want to choose that lifestyle. Like, I want people to enjoy my music. I live for that. But, like, um, I don't know. I don't like I just don't love that. I, the idea of like performance and touring yeah. with my type of music necessarily well, that's, that's
0: the thing too is like I'm sure when you first got into this like that was kind of the path to like make money and like yeah the path and to, I was always like apprehensive about it too yeah, yeah and like performing I feel like for a lot of people that make music they're not the most extroverted people and yeah, like definitely not yeah. it de- I mean it depends like especially with like the bedroom producers like i definitely had to push myself outside of my comfort zone just to do like djing gigs yeah and like i think it's good to do that because like maybe one day that mental that mentality uh, will change like maybe you will make something that you really want to do like a live thing for you know i don't know but there's also the avenue to be like a thing online and just do streaming you know well yeah
1: and to like be like especially if you're like a kind of a self-titled producer and you like are known more as like a producer you know i like the idea of working with other artists especially vocalists to like build um tracks with and um that way i can kind of help people who do have that dream and drive to be a performing artist and to tour and, you know, to, Mm -hmm. you know, become like a rock star or whatever, you know? Like, I would love to be... Um, Someone that helps push them to where they want to be and to, you know, hopefully put a little bit of like myself into that. And then, yeah, that way I'm also not really locked into one sound because I can work with different artists and kind of change up my style to fit theirs and always be changing and experimenting with new stuff. And that just sounds like a lot more fun for me, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's less like grandiose too it's like there are people out there who are like these bright stars and like they're gonna do well on a stage yeah and like your music it could be like a bright star in the track you know what i mean like you're i don't know i just i've changed a lot in the way that i looked at it because like i was like oh shit yeah i'm gonna have to figure out how to like get some performance chops and like (laughs) I don't know, like if
1: I even want to do that, but I guess that's what you got to do, right? But yeah, no, I don't think that you have to look at it that way, especially like I mean, not gonna say its name, but with things that it, things that are going on today, uh-huh. it's a very digital world right now. Right. People are having to improvise. I mean, the music industry entirely is having to improvise. All of these artists that had tours this year, none of them are happening. So,
0: dude, okay, wait, okay, we we're not gonna mention <laughs> what it's called, but. Um, it is interesting like imagine if you were like a brand new up and coming artist and or not even brand new but like you're about to launch your tour you're about to do all that stuff like national tour or something Yeah. yeah and then this shit happens yeah what happens like to their career are they like are some of them gonna just be left in the dust and like because they had all this momentum and it was just like
1: killed do you think that i don't know i mean i guess i mean one thing is for sure it definitely sucks yeah like because a lot of time and effort went into planning that tour both on like a management side and uh, from the artist um and then to just have it not to have the whole thing fall through it sucks for everyone but um that's kind of what i'm saying is like they're not the only ones in that boat. That happened to every single artist that was yeah. touring, which so. But like Tame and Paula, for example, it's like, oh shit, I can't go on tour, sucks. But like. Well, they're they're gonna be all right. They're though. fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I for for like a new a newer artist, um, it's yeah. So I mean, it's like you gotta look into what are the other. Streams of revenue that I can explore Yeah And um, what are the other How can I get creative And uh, try some new things Where I'm just doing like digital online sort of stuff mm-hmm. And you know there's merch There's obviously streaming royalties Where you can always try to market and promote that Get yourself onto playlists, blogs mm-hmm. um, And then there's also like um YouTube, You can start kind of like a tutorial thing or teaching or showing people what you do, how you do it. Yeah, you could definitely transform
0: that energy that was going to go into the tour into something else. Yeah. I just feel bad for a lot of them. Oh, man, me too. Fucking blows. But I do feel like there's a potential for some ridiculous, like, Woodstock-level festivals that will happen (laughs) potentially after this because people are just like dude, I haven't done this in so long. Like, I was talking to my brother, and he was like, dude, I miss concerts so much. And, yeah. like, because we've always done that together. And it's, he's just like, dude, it's, like, the best thing in my life. Like, it's my favorite, one of my happiest places. And I was like, yeah, I I know, man, it sucks. Like, yeah. so with all that, like, repression of being able to do <laughs> that, like, maybe there'll be some fucking crazy
1: Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. I hope I would love a mega festival. (laughs) I mean, we already have kind of a mega festival here. We're pretty lucky to have Lollapalooza. True. But um, I don't know if they could fit any more people in that park.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm just curious, like, if the lineups are going to just get super stacked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which isn't even necessarily a good thing, because then it's like fuck i can't see like rage against the machine and then also like that's whatever. how it Someone always else. is yeah no, I, I, even at lala
1: is. the lineup is already so stacked that you're gonna have to compromise that's true but yeah it will be weird to see how they how the world responds to this and how people artists come back yeah whatever whatever this thing is yeah whatever we're this not gonna unmentionable thing is old mort old mort
0: um, let's move on to another track. Do you have any specifically that you wanna go to next? What would make sense here,
1: given well, let's see what do we have
0: I don't uh, know. We we do have some tracks together that are uh yeah. whips yes. that we
1: wanna play, but we're gonna wait. We're gonna do those I think, at the end I
0: think. Until the end. Yeah.
1: Um okay, here. This is what we'll do. Just choose. So a lot of times what I do I love remixing, okay? But um recently I have been doing this thing where I make a beat or an instrumental whatever it is and then I'm like get to a point where I get like kind of stuck and it's like hmm what does this need I'm like hmm, it needs kind of like a top-line melody and I'm like hmm I can find like a good synth or like you know patch or sound to do this with and I'm like no like it's a, you know what just what it needs is vocals mm-hmm. and then I go I have a big folder of acapellas and I'll go through there and then I'll go on YouTube and I'll go on acapellas for you and I'll just like source a bunch of stuff and then I'll just try, you know, five to ten different acapellas on something and like find something that fits usually sometimes. And sometimes it fits better than others. Uh, um, I never really, the funny thing is, like, I never really know what the track is until the very end when I'm, like, putting the acapella onto it. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, how it's like a, you know, remix of, like, Creep by Radiohead.
2: Anyway, before, could look you in the eye. Just like in an nature.
1: like where i've gotten to in that one but i have trouble finishing it up
0: that one when it goes from like the the intro part into like the main it really just like yeah. comes in, like into your
1: view it's just like right there yeah there's um there's a sub bass in there that's like i don't know how sometimes things just like happen and you don't know how But like in this track, the sub bass that comes in in that part is like so fat, like almost overwhelmingly fat. Yeah. And like, I like it because especially actually when I'm wearing my M50s, the Audio Technicas, the Mm -hmm. closed back headphones, like it literally vibrates my skull. Yeah. And I'm like, I really like this, but I know that when I put it up on like a club system or monitors, it's going to sound like fucking garbage. (laughs) Flabby. (laughs) So I need to, uh, I need to get into a, a studio with some decent, you know, treatment and monitors and kind of correct that. But um, yeah, it's like it has a good, it it, it hits hard because of that, and I want to keep that. I don't want to have that, you know, mix it. So you made the whole track and then you just kind of like, yeah,
0: put it in right as it should be, like yeah, right I was, I was like in the
1: airport and like fucking. Peru or something and Whoa. like this
0: is like had, some sick producer story where you're like yeah I was like in a plane like
1: <laughs> i was in the clouds yeah i was like waiting on a layover that and uh i had made this beat when i was there and oh. um i was flying home and i was listening to it and i was like trying to you know again like add like some sort of top line or something and i was like yeah, i'd try a vocal out and so Um, i don't know how i came across this but uh it worked out and then it's been like a creep remix since then just went from like a random beat that's dope
0: dude you're effective with your time like that you're like i mean i guess when you're waiting for an airplane there's like nothing else to do but yeah. still i feel like i would just be dicking around trying to like dude i love producing at the airport <laughs> Not yeah kind of lie. i feel like that's like a producer like wet dream in a weird way people are like yeah like that's where i get my best work done <laughs> i mean
1: yeah you're kind of like uh i like i just like that like i'm i'm somewhere where i have like a lot of there's a, lot, there's a lot of like liveliness uh, you know so so much of the time when i'm making music i mean 99 percent of the time i'm in my room alone, alone yeah. and it's like there's no liveliness right. and it's just me and so being in like a setting like that has a some kind of effect yeah i mean do you ever go to like a starbucks or like a coffee shop and produce there um pretty pretty rarely pretty i rarely. have okay. once or twice but um Maybe that's a good idea.
0: I mean, I'm just curious because, like, I did a podcast with this guy, CLB, and I also did it with this other guy, Ellipsis, and after we were done, they're like, yeah, maybe we could, like, meet up at, like, whatever, some coffee shop and, like, work on some stuff, and I was just like, really? Like, we could just come to my house. Yeah. Like, not that I was against the idea, but I just am not used to doing that.
1: And maybe collaborating, Mm -hmm. I mean... I think you it have was one ear off your headphone or something. Cause it's like, how are you going to communicate? I think that mostly it was
0: like, we're all just kind of going to do our own thing. And then oh, be okay. like, Hey,
1: what, what do you think of this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're all in our own zone. That could be fun. Just having a couple producers there doing their own thing. And then like having, yeah. Doing a little feedback. That was one of my favorite things. Just real quick about that job that I was mentioning earlier was, um, like, uh, once a week, we would have a uh, feedback session, like a really in-depth one, yeah. where all of the students would come and we'd all get together, and we could each share. I think it was like two or three tracks, um, and we would like all give each other constructive, as as constructive as could be. Like the point was to not just be like, "Wow, I really like that," or like, "Yeah, that was cool." Yeah. Like, cause that doesn't, that's good to hear. Like, no doubt, I love hearing feedback like that but um it doesn't like help me (laughs) yeah so um yeah doing something like that at a coffee shop would probably be like a decent you know yeah decent idea. drill to try
0: out yeah and I mean these guys are like producing like on their break at work they like oh they're into it yeah yeah but I was also thinking like I just had this like skit idea come in my head where it's like You and your homies are, like, producing at a Starbucks, and then by the end of the skit, it's just, like, a fucking full-fledged rave. Just, like, (laughs) everybody in on this? Like, all right, everybody down on the floor, like... Someone's, like, flipping
1: the light switch on and off. Yeah.
0: Or, like, a concert. Dude, I hate... uh, I don't know. I feel like I always... Okay, hate's a strong word, but... I, when you're at a concert like everybody get low <laughs> you know what i'm talking about uh yeah and then it's like all right we're gonna jump up Little john once the yeah, yeah. <laughs> no not even just that but like okay i just like i don't get it also what if it was just like another one like everybody lay down on the ground
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah everybody take a nap I that's that's she, what my concerts are gonna be yeah. like because I make like a lot of like ambient music. Like one of the best compliments I've gotten multiple times is like, "Man, like your music like put me to sleep." And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've considered having like um, napping concerts where people uh-huh. like show up and they just like pass they bring the like fuck a, out. <laughs> they bring like a yoga mat. <laughs> yeah, just go into shavasana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah, I feel like that'd be a good compliment. Just like it is. I'm. Yeah. I mean, because that's like really what what I'm all about is like uh, I make anytime I tried I like I can make like harder stuff and I do mm-hmm. sometimes because like I do have that in me and I do listen to yeah. a lot of that kind of stuff but a lot of the times when I try to do that like i can't even help it it'll just turn into like something super chill. like melodic yeah. and chill and i'm like all right i stopped like trying to fight it i was like okay this is obviously like what i'm good at so mm-hmm. you know just do this so yeah hearing feedback like that is uh it's definitely like not a bad thing to, in, to me for my stuff uh, Well, okay i feel like we got to show them more tracks then okay okay uh okay oh yeah we could do the yards one okay um I was home alone for this quarantine <laughs> and uh <laughs> no I was uh I like opened up my family upright piano and um just like had uh this idea that I was playing with the whole time and kind of turned into this which is like a Mac Miller type beat maybe is kind of how I see it but, um yeah it's kind of like a schoolyard piano type chill thing. Did you record your piano? Yeah. Oh, and a ukulele. you play a uke? No, I mean, I did, but...
0: I was just gonna say uh that like i like how a lot of your tracks they don't really have that much high end in like the uh the instruments but the percussion i mean percussion is instruments but you know what i mean yeah like, in the, yeah The lot stuff. stuff yeah and i feel like it makes the like high hats and the snares really snappy and like kind of yeah. just sit on top i like that
1: though i also usually do like shelf like like little shelves on my eq on the high end of like my snares and hi-hats because i like i like them to occupy that like crispy area a little bit more Mm -hmm. than any of the other elements of the song um yeah usually i mean for like lo-fi stuff obviously the whole thing is kind of filtered yeah (laughs) i put like a like a low pass on the whole thing but yeah it's like uh it's a cool beat and um definitely like a skeletal thing but hey i'm not like showing these as finished projects at all just for okay so like
0: this is another thing too i feel like like skeletal tracks are very important because like yeah you could go to an artist and be like here's like a few tracks that they're not done Mm -hmm. and if you're a vocalist especially like this would be perfect because you wouldn't want too much going on otherwise you'd be like all right well I can maybe hear myself on this if we like take out a couple things
1: yeah that's true and i also like um like when if if and when like i do start working with the vocalist a lot of times i like to just actually have it looped out like like a sequence of that just like eight bars or something 16 bars just looped for three minutes or whatever and then just have them do the lyrics on that and then i can kind of arrange the song and do cuts and everything around their lyrics and have the song like kind of fit to that mm mm-hmm. cuz um it Just like works out better than having it are like the song pre Set up you give the vocalist more room to like yeah experiment and stuff Right, and then you, it could easily open up like different
0: sections. Oh yeah It could
1: turn into like yeah, a kind of a different thing you <clears throat> could have different sections totally
0: Yeah, opposed to being like this is a two-minute and fifty six-second yeah. track <laughs> um, You're yep. gonna come in here like yeah, no, that's not how that's I would not see that work. going Let's get into another track. Let's just keep going with the tracks.
1: There's like, um, there's a little lean on like remix in here. It's like a snippet of it. It's like a 30 or 40 second snippet of it. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It's fun. It's cool. It's a little bit of a different take on the song. That's house.
0: Yeah. 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 It almost like it's like a a more like tropical, yeah. like housey version of res <laughs> Like, hmm. you know what I mean? Like, just in that, like, doom, doom, yeah. doom. Like, because it could easily be like stripped back yeah. to like a more like downtempo y house type thing. Yeah. That she does. But yeah, that was, dude, that was really, see, that's, like, something I would totally hear on the radio and be like, oh, yeah, this is, like, the next fucking whatever. But, like, I mean, I know that there's not that many remixes on, like,
1: what, like, Chicago radio. It's yeah, just, like... Well, the good thing about remixes is, I, is I mm-hmm. think, um, having them to approach um, management or other artists that you're looking to work with to do vocals, you right. can show them, like, hey this is an example of an instrumental that i made and some vocals on top of it just so you can kind of hear how like what's possible with um the kind of sounds that i'm going for and like dude i feel like you have the exact mentality of like some of the
0: big songwriters in like la they just like they, they don't make shit that's like yeah, like this is my full track and like I'm gonna do everything on it. It's just like I have like a couple ideas. Yeah. And like they're well mixed and like everything you've played so far, it's like I know you're probably like, Well the master's not quite
1: there, but it all sounds like good, you know? Um, thanks. You're like I guess okay. there's yeah, I'm like really um stubborn and like I have like blinders on for like my own <clears> shit. In terms of just showing someone something as like an idea though, that's
0: like mixed enough you know what I
1: mean yeah yeah exactly I think that there's a, definitely like a point like none of this stuff has been stemmed out and like like thoughtfully mixed you know Right. like I don't even really have like a mixing suite like like I don't have like waves I don't have like these mm-hmm. plugins and stuff I use Ableton stuff right now so like if if I was to connect with an artist on um, an instrumental that I had you know, it would definitely get to that point where we would be running it through like a nice studio and stemming it out and like really actually putting the time in to mix it. But right, um, yeah, a lot of these just haven't really had that sort of care and, and treatment yet.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that makes sense. Part of it is I, your vision is to have someone like specifically on it, so you're just you're yeah kind of waiting. Yeah,
1: and I just I mix as I go too because I like. I mean it can be a hindrance for like it takes me longer to produce something than Mm -hmm. most people because of that but i mean in the end then i don't have to go back and like because i won't remember what it was because i'll be so used to hearing it the way that it is at that point that i'm like oh, i don't even remember what i wanted to change about this kick do you You ever feel like you over listen to like a bounce that you have that
0: you like (laughs) it's all i do (laughs) but that's the thing it's like it's like the first couple times you hear it you're like okay i want it to go like this but yeah. then once you've listened to it enough and it's like kind of almost oh, yeah. just a song in your head you're like you start changing stuff and you're, you're like, like wait, wait a second. no no no, that yeah, seems yeah. wrong now oh man i know exactly what that feeling is i hate that it's like stressful because <clears> you've <throat> gotten to this point that you like
1: yeah and you just don't want to fuck it up yeah yes that is true that happens to me a lot and uh i'm just learning how to how to like i think it's like learning how to let go of something because i mean hey there's always save as like you just save as That's true start something a new mix or whatever it is and just go in and like don't worry about it like you can always go back Mm -hmm. so that i mean i'm saying that but i don't necessarily do that (laughs) as much as i should but that's like the mentality i'm trying to adopt more yeah
0: no i feel that i think that that's yeah i feel like you've uh become slightly enlightened <laughs> like because like i'm too precious about shit sometimes i'm like yeah. oh. dude save
1: as man you can always go back that way you True, know?
0: true that um all right well i mean i think we should just keep going with right. listening listen to your music because uh, you know we've been going for a while and yeah we should wrap this up at some point yes
1: i agree so um probably won't get to everything here but well, we've done most of it um, Okay um, Maybe we'll do these two They're both the same situation As like the Well all of this shit Even the lean on thing Where I made the, the beat And then I found something So one of them mm-hmm. is a Elenium track that I had never heard But it's vocals from that The other one is like a Haley Seinfeld song that I had also never heard, and these are not necessarily the vocals that I would want on here. I don't know, not exactly like the direction that I would take, but it gives you that idea of like, oh, this is what, this is how the song would fill out with like a nice vocal on it. So yeah, okay, Um, yeah, go ahead with the Elenium one.
3: I'm too proud to ask for help. When you see me beside myself, I don't have to explain it, baby. Yeah, I'm over taking fights and trying to with the height
0: like go back and change a bit. the actual harmony to like
1: fit her, like her vocal like did you change the melodies and shit to like make sure that it harmonized no just during that little section right before the drop with the 808s going a little wonky oh, okay. Um, i matched her vocal a little with that Coming up is a little different. The vocal in the part coming up is definitely what I'm looking for. Okay, um, and it goes into like this more jazzy, lo fi sound that you'll hear briefly. I want to expand on that.
3: You with you for hours but it feels like seconds it's only moments and i'm in heaven it's only moments and i'm in heaven oh you made me feel yeah
1: that's it that's cool dude yeah should we just go right into the next yeah. one yeah so the, yeah the next one is uh, the what haley Seinfeld. It's kind of like a Ford. I was inspired by, if you know what Ford is, um, kind of inspired by like, his style for this one. I'm and just,
0: the, I'm just thinking of a kid that we went to high school with. Right,
1: yeah. Ford Martin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's not him. Uh, the um, I bounced this one um, so that the first little section is just the instrumental, and then after that, it plays it with the vocal. So I don't know if you want to hear both to reference it or not. Yeah, fuck it, let's go for it. It's not very long, so... the birds always birds I love the birds I overdo the birds
0: but it's it's like always good (laughs) yeah What, what was the difference? In the this? vocals. The vocals. Oh, there's vocals yeah. in this part. Cool.
1: You'll probably notice.
0: <laughs> you might hear someone singing.
3: I feel it deep inside without you. Yeah. Know how to satisfy. Keeping the tempo right without you. Yeah. I'll take you nice and slow. Feeling good. Yeah. Damn speaking in towns the beautifully comes without
2: you.
1: Yeah. this sounds really good on this. It fits well the melody and everything. Yeah. it goes into that fucking 12 year old girl pop (laughs) (laughs) we can like cut it here it's not it doesn't go go anywhere that it's gonna if this gets developed (laughs) so yeah
0: I feel like you could get on the radio bro like you could be on that (laughs) Possible. <laughs> no i cool. just when i hear that i think of like shit that like is definitely on mainstream radio right now and like yeah it like if someone played that right after like whatever is that popular track right now like i'd be like
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't know i'm like <laughs> not a, as tuned in as that's possible. a nice compliment thank you um being on the radio is uh great is that, that that's something you
0: want to specifically do is because you mean you could be on Spotify radio or you could be on like,
1: yeah, the I mean, airwaves, bro. Yeah, definitely. I, um, I certainly wouldn't mind making <laughs> some money yeah. from it so that I can continue to do this more and more and support right. myself. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I've never been someone that's um, driven by money, um, mm-hmm. but. I would certainly enjoy a lifestyle that i could s- afford to spend my time producing you know and <laughs> yeah that's really it <laughs>
0: no i get it i don't even know it's like duh you want to be on the radio who doesn't want to be on
1: the radio yeah yeah it would be cool i don't you know as a producer i'd like to be on, a, on the radio yeah um so yeah any like uh anyone who wants to do that for me yeah uh, just give me a call <laughs> yeah let's uh Haley hayley seinfeld let's uh let's go hit me up yeah. Um, all right, let's do our tracks. Yeah, And we can. We okay. Can talk yeah. about those. This is, this is gonna be fun. I'm glad we ended with this.
0: Yeah. So little. You, backstory. you give the backstory on this one. Yeah. So the backstory on this is uh frankie came over well whoa well, have i even introduced you as your normal name is are we going that right yeah
1: you've okay. said my name i don't, I don't know. know i'm A couple just times. concerned about your identity what have you been referring to me as <laughs> i don't know you've been saying frankie i don't even know my I name's really. frankie frankie graham in case you didn't know
0: <laughs> okay cool um yeah we were at my old crib and you know we were like oh why have we never produced together like we've known each other for so long we both know we both make music like yeah and so, we both use ableton so
1: yeah so it was like hell?
0: seamless and we had one session it was like one night of making music and we made like two songs that we were both pretty happy with obviously they're works in progress
1: but i don't know i feel like for a first session it was pretty productive yeah definitely the most uh like most productive um collaboration session that I've had like especially considering it was the first time we had done anything we kind of I think we connected in the beginning we were kind of like let's like make at least for the second track we were like let's make like some medicine no for the first one too we were like let's like let's like use medicine as kind of like a inspiration because he's someone that we both really like so
0: yeah I feel like it was very like it was just a, a good session because we talked about kind of what we were both feeling beforehand we weren't just like all right let's go i'm gonna lay this down and then you're gonna follow me <laughs> like yeah. something like that but you did also come with a, oh, uh, the a drum track which right. was which great. i had made
1: earlier that day yeah just randomly i was messing around before i came over and i made this um yeah this little drum we'll, we'll play uh, that so. one first the, yeah the, the drum track <laughs>
0: Yeah, the birds are the shit, though. <laughs> I know.
1: These are like reversed, though, right, or something. They, we we fucked around with them in the end, I think. Oh yeah. yeah. Or no, right here. Right. Yeah. Sick. We did good there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: slightly more leveled out. Yeah. You like mastered it a little bit. Yeah, I just tried to, I guess, normalize it. Yeah, because it was like way punchy before, like, and and, like too punchy. Yeah, I, I think I compressed it a little. Oh, and we were also talking about something something. Right? Kerr.
1: Quickly, quick. Quickly, quick. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Quickly, Yeah, quickly. yeah. I'm a big fan of his. Oh, and then both the tracks you'll hear this, but that bell sound that you're hearing is actually Jerry's Kalimba, his oh, thumb yeah. piano that we just sampled into a simpler or something and then played on the keyboard. flumish type uh thing from his new album that kind of stumbled upon just rolling the keys yeah it sounds cool it is a cool sound yeah
0: we're still debating it though i think actually like that sound is fine i think it's more of the were you talking favorite. about the other one? Oh, okay. yeah yeah solo's dirty Frankie G
3: that yeah. one's
1: fun and it definitely like hits harder on the monitors I remember that mm-hmm. um it's so when we were we were making it in, in your space on your HS8s. And it was like, that's how we were hearing it the whole yeah, we were time. Like, oh. It was really but bumping. And yeah. then, yeah. But I mean, that's just mixing, right? You get it to where it needs yeah. to be on all different platforms. I feel like we should finish that one. like. Yeah. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I,
0: I agree. I mean, it's simple. You know, it's like n- nothing crazy. Yeah. I don't think that that one could really do like a vocalist. I mean, yeah, you could, but no, it's more think, of an...
1: I think it's, yeah, more of like a... It feels full. Yeah. It's kind of faster. I don't even know. I, don't, I couldn't hear vocals on that. I don't know even where to begin with yeah. that, you know, because yeah. it's, it's... Yeah, it seems like it's its own. It can hold itself mm-hmm. up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, that was the first one, and then the yeah. second one... I think the second one has, like, a a pirate vibe. <laughs> Every time I say that, I feel <laughs> so like Frankie's weird. like, I don't
1: know about that, I, anyway. I imagined it as, like, you won't hear the first part of this song, but there was, like, a first part of the song originally that I cut out because I just didn't really like it, and I think yeah. we both agree on that. We both agree, yeah. But it was, like, this first part that was kind of like a trap beat that was just, like, meh, and then we like ran jerry like randomly played this thing and it was that wavy synth that you'll hear in the beginning here it's like yeah and um it kind of like rolled into that and then like i imagined it as like a garden like entering just like this lush Uh like yeah see the thing
0: with the old track it was like or the first part was like that was what we started with and then we like stumbled upon this better idea exactly and like the transition to the idea was cool but it just it didn't work we need we either need to put something else there or just have it start like this
1: yeah i fully agree all right let's get into it let's pop it
0: Where Jerry goes overboard. <laughs> Yo, this is the pirate. Part. <laughs> he walks the
1: plank. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I do feel like this is like a tropical adventure. This it's, song. Yeah,
1: it's definitely got some sort of like outdoor, like magical kind of outdoor. Yeah. Vibe. So. I also feel like it's like a land ho! <laughs> like we found
0: the treasure. Like the Mayflower. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not. <laughs> Not like I'm emaciated and like, or emaciated or whatever.
2: Wait,
0: that part's kind of pirate too, honestly.
1: (laughs) Frankie's like, I don't see it. I don't think I've seen the right pirate movies, or not the same ones. Yeah, it's not like pirate, Pirates of the Caribbean, no. But it's like a very happy pirate, a non-violent pirate, maybe. I guess. Like, you ever play Sea of Thieves? Okay. Yes. I mean, I haven't, but I, I know what you know, it is. I'm familiar know. with the game. Yeah, like your neighborhood, like animated pirate, like friendly, yeah. jolly old Patch-Eyed yeah. Joe. Ahoy! <laughs> Not like, that's a scurvy
0: beast. <laughs> like.
1: Oh, play the end part though, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the ending a lot. Uh uh-huh. Is the pirate reflecting on his day? Yeah, he's like, under the a, sunset. It was a good day.
0: Everything was good. <laughs> this is definitely like the end credits right here. Yeah. Of exactly. day.
1: And the sun goes behind the horizon. Now. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. That one.
0: Yeah, dude. That session was good.
1: It was a great session. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I hope. Like yeah, see that's why I can't upgrade to ten because I'd be scared that we'd lose the files. Although, why are you scared about. of that? I'm scared of ten, dude.
1: <laughs> they know how to integrate. They still have all the instruments and stuff. They're German, I know. I mean,
0: yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too worried. No, I know. I don't know. I just I bought it recently because they had like a sale,
1: which was amazing. Cause like you bought ten. Yeah. So you okay? So you had to like rebuy. I I like finagled my way into getting ten sweet for free what? via like a student i'm so jealous thing.
0: that's amazing because like i was all butthurt because i was like dude i don't want to pay yeah to upgrade. i already
1: bought sweet like, i know yeah. now that is kind of bullshit isn't it because like what else like yeah. you're not getting that much more you, i mean but you, you you just paid an upgrade yeah price right
0: which is still i mean if i didn't get a discount it would have been like three hundred dollars damn yeah just for the upgrade just for the upgrade and i bought Dude, that's not worth 300 dollars. <throat> i know that's what i'm saying that's why i got it on sale i paid like 220 or something which is still it's like still a lot i mean hopefully i don't have to upgrade see the thing that i was talking to my roommate about this and he does a lot of like video editing and shit and he was like you know at least ableton isn't a subscription service because it's like oh you, god you, you know you like pay Adobe? for it Dude, yeah i fucking exactly drop
1: way too much money on adobe
0: yeah it could be worse is what i'm saying like i was all i was like bitching to him i was like eh dude it's like such bullshit and he was like well at least it's not like this kind of bullshit yeah true
1: i guess true i like ableton in general though they they's good people (laughs) they's good they's good people they's give me this for free (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right, man. Well, we've been. Uh, yeah, I, I doubt anyone's gonna even be listening at this point. <laughs> How long have we been recording?
0: Uh. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's end it. Any uh, I was asking, Oh words. wait, no. I gotta ask a. I hold on. I gotta ask a question. Oh, cause I got two questions. Yeah. Um. So the first question is, what was the first concert you went to?
1: Hmm. Like
0: wait, can we also figure? Because I don't know if I'm just bad at grammar. This yeah. Will give you some time to think about it too. When I ask it, is it what was the first concert you've been to? You went to. You
1: went to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, as far as I know, I'm not a grammar master, but I do believe that is the <laughs> correct. Okay. Wait. Cool. The first concert I ever went to. Um. It was the Beach Boys what and it was at ravinia and i can barely remember it but wow gotta love the beach boys man just unreal band and just love that music um and then my first like real i don't know why that's not considered like a real no there's a lot of
0: two-part answers to this because it's like yeah my parents took me to this and then there was like the concert that i went to with my friends yeah yeah and then like
1: yeah the the first like you know partying kind of like high school concert was um damn was it oh yeah no it was slightly stupid and Deltron dude dude what so good that's Sick. sick Deltron did a tray flip on stage and we were all like the skaters in high school and so we were just like dude dude this
0: what guy the fuck? dude deltron's legendary to me i mean his yeah. first album or the, in, the deltron awesome. album yeah so good oh man um, yeah and
1: then slightly stupid just like <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. but dude
1: at that time i mean that was sophomore year of high school and yeah. it was that's what it was all about man starting to Smoking the reefer, listening <laughs> the to Reefs. slightly stupid, being slightly stupid, a lot of fun.
0: I hope I ask someone someday, and they're just like my first concert. My first concert was the Wiggles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was like, okay, yeah, I was actually at a pre-screening of Barney. <laughs> it was, I it was dope. pretty lit. I was on Blue's Clues. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the second question is what was the most impactful concert like that you remember the most? I'm like, obviously your first one's going to be very memorable. Yeah. But what would you say like is your favorite?
1: Um, my favorite concert I think was seeing, um, youth lagoon in Boulder. Um, that was arguably my favorite band for a pretty long like stretch of my life then along with like Starfucker. Those are like kind of mm-hmm. like the two bands that I drew from a lot. And they're both like very like poppy and kind of indie. emotional and indie and just I loved it. And I still do. Um and so uh it was my first time seeing them. Um the concert itself was just so good. Um Trevor Powers who is Youth Lagoon um, just was an amazing performer um, the song sounded so good in that theater and I just remember it was just like everything I wanted it to be and then after the concert Trevor um, went out to the front and he made sure that he shook hands signed and talked to everyone that wanted to talk to him and so um, I like waited around till so I was like I think there was only like a couple people left and so I got to talk to him for a little while, and um, I uh, yeah I got a picture with him, chatted, told him that I had like done a little like edit or like flip of one of his songs, and he like checked it out. Um, but he was just like uh, he he inspired me a lot, just like as an artist, and and, and the way that he interacted with his fan base, because um, he really like cared, and you could tell like he didn't. He was exhausted after the show, and, and he's on tour and everything, but, like, he makes the effort, puts on a big smile for everyone, talks, mm-hmm. actually has conversation with everyone, mm-hmm. and, like, just was, the, he was everything that I had hoped, and so that was just, like, such a great uh, memory and uh, great concert in general. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like you don't get that a lot of times. No. A lot of times it's like, definitely we got not. cut early. Sorry, guys. We got to go. Bye. Yeah. Like. No, I mean, yeah. It's it's not common. So, um, mm-hmm. it's great. That's cool.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, those were the questions. Um, cool. Any...
1: Sh- I do shout-outs, too. I mean, I don't have anything to shout-out. <laughs> just yelling. Just yeah, ah! I can just yell. But, no, I don't, like... Um, I... I need to um i don't need to but it would be um it would make sense for my career to re-enter the social media and like digital world sure um why don't you just give people your soundcloud right sure are you on spotify too i have two songs on spotify that are from 2013 but yeah (laughs) Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> I'm yeah. there. Uh Melodize M E L O D E Y E S. You can find me anywhere on that. That's also my Instagram handle if you wanna like hit me up. But um uh yeah. That's really it. And then cool stuff for yeah, boys. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Cool stuff for boys is like this uh, friend page that like my friend Lindsay told me to make and um so like i actually just use it as somewhere to share work and progresses with friends and now everyone because anyone that's listening to this can go there and anyone and everyone should and can if they'd like to so check it out all right well that's it all right
0: thanks everybody you stay classy in san diego (laughs) the whale's vagina (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Peace.